You are listening to The Lift Mindset, where we provide an update from the experts. Today, we have a great update from Keith Marcroft, financial consultant, providing some of his financial top tips after over 25 years in the industry. So, Keith, who are you and what do you do at Lift? I'm one of the financial planners here at Lyft. I help clients with all areas of financial planning, whatever it might be. I've been in the industry for 25 years, as the wrinkles will show, and I've been at Lyft for coming up to three years. In your initial meeting with a client, what are some of the things that you tend to cover? There's two things that are very important. One is to explain to the client what the experience should be. So explain what we do, how we do it, how we're regulated, which is a very important feature, how we get paid, how the fees and things work. So the clients understand exactly what it is that we're going to do and and how we're going to do it and what it's going to cost them. And then we go into a sort of a more informal conversation then about what it exactly is that the client's looking for. That's the point really where the client gets the opportunity to explain a little bit about what their circumstances circumstances and and how they came to be getting in touch with a financial planner. That's the most interesting and enjoyable part, getting to know what it is you can help them with. Another important element is to establish what the client's objectives are. So we've got something to measure what it is that we're doing against. That's very important too. That might be, for example, Typically, a client might come along with a a whole load of different pensions that they've gathered over the years, and it might be a conversation around, are these current plans likely to help you meet your objective of, let's say, retirement at 65? So your objective might be, you want to retire at 65, these are the plans that you've got, are they sufficient? And then we'd go from there. So what is your purpose as a financial advisor and what should you be helping with? Well, my purpose is to try and help clients meet their financial goals and actually sometimes establishing with a client exactly what those goals are. Often clients will come and not really know what they're aiming to do and having a thorough conversation helps them achieve that. And we can help clients with anything, whether it might be investing, it might be retirement planning, it might just be an overall financial planning exercise. We might just help them build a financial plan. But then, like I say, investments, pensions, protection, of course, very importantly, mortgages, we cover all of the different financial planning areas. Other areas that we look at is really to point out sometimes people will come to us with a plan and we might look over that plan and and then identify areas that they're not accurately looking at or looking at properly. So again, sometimes it might just be identifying areas they've overlooked. What are some of your top tips, Keith? Well, I guess first and most important tip is go and see a financial planner. Financial planning is our day job. And I meet some lovely clients who've gone to great efforts with spreadsheets and all sorts of things, trying to work out what their investments might be worth in the future and trying to have a really good stab at doing it themselves. We do it professionally and we've got some fantastic tools and systems that allow us to do really very, very detailed cash flow planning for clients. So there isn't necessarily the need for them to do it themselves or have a go with a spreadsheet. It's very important that you trust the financial advisor you're using. And often you won't know these people necessarily. So if you can get a referral, then that's great. If somebody else has had a great experience, then absolutely consider that individual. The second thing you can do is to go online. If you go on unbiased.com, put in your postcode, unbiased will provide you a list of financial advisors in your area and it'll provide you with a list of advisors who are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. But a great thing to do at that point is once you've established a firm that's nearby to you, have a check on the Financial Conduct Authority website and then you can actually type in the name of the firm as a search engine in there. 
It will list the firm. It should list the, the advice they're authorised to provide information on. They will also list the individuals who are authorised within that firm. And then once you've done all that and you're absolutely sure that they're bona fide, put in a call, try and gather as much information as you can. And then also have a really good think about what it is you're aiming to do. So if you've got a whole pile of pensions and you don't know what they're all about, you don't know what their values are necessarily or whether they're any good, have a little think about reverse engineer that and say, right, okay, well, I don't really want to be working in 10 years time. How much money do I need in order to not have to work any longer? I've got these plans. Are these plans sufficient? And if they're not, what remedial action do I need to take in order to meet that particular objective. So have a little think about objectives beforehand. Have as much information to hand as you possibly can, because it all helps and it'll all be necessary as part of the plan. And then kind of just go in with an open mind. Sometimes clients will have an idea of what they want to do, but they might have missed an important feature. And that might just be simple as might still have a mortgage, but they don't have any protection on it. They might have missed some of the obvious things, which is making sure that they were unable to work between now and retirement, who'd pay the mortgage and things like that. Another good tip is to be as honest as you possibly can. When you're in the room with a financial planner, it's like being in the room with a doctor. There's nothing you can't talk about. You can raise any subject. And it's important that you do that. It's important that you don't go in to see a financial planner and you're picking up all of your own finances and thinking that you've made all the right decisions. You're not going to be judged on whether you have or you haven't made good decisions over time. The fact that you've come in to see a financial planner is the most important thing. And we will not judge in any way the decisions that you've made in the past. We will just look forward and work with you going forward to make good decisions in the future, regardless of what's happened before. Another very important tip is to think about the hierarchy of planning. And generally speaking, that would be make sure that you're adequately protected in the first instance. Make sure that any loans or obligations that you have are financially covered, that you've got life insurance in place. Consider things like critical illness and income protection, maybe family income benefit, things that might benefit you if you were to, the worst were to happen and you were to pass, or you were unable to work due to illness or injury. Make sure that you're well covered in that instance. Once you've dealt with all that, if you've got some money left over, that's great. Then you should be starting to consider things like long-term savings, such as pensions, for example, maybe shorter to medium to long-term investments like ISAs. And then if you've funded all of those and you've still got money left over, then you get into the really exciting, fancy stuff, which might be VCTs and EISs, other tax planning areas. So make sure you do those things in order of importance first. At what stage in life do you think someone needs to see a financial planner? That's a good question, Ellie. I think it's important that that hierarchy I mentioned, I had an interesting experience recently where I've been speaking to a client about other things and we discussed protection and the client said, oh, don't worry, Keith, I'll do that myself on a price comparison site. And what was quite telling was I ran some quotes for the clients and I also ran some quotes using exactly the same information, obviously changing the names to protect the innocents on a price comparison site. And what was interesting was even though we will receive commission for the advice that we would give on the protection, the premiums were exactly the same for us having been paid commission for the work we were doing versus the price comparison site. So the premiums were exactly the same. The difference was I'm advising that client. I'm reading all the small prints and making sure the policy is the most suitable it can be. Whereas the price comparison site is just going to list them on price and then you're just going to take your chances that it's the best policy. That's a, a useful feature of financial planning. It isn't necessarily cheaper to go elsewhere and do it yourself. There will often be a price to be paid for doing that. So even something as simple as 
protecting a new mortgage that you might have, some life insurance, for example, which might be just a 10, 20, 30, 40 pound a month premium. You should absolutely go and see a financial advisor for that. Mortgages, you most certainly should go and see a mortgage broker. There's an awful lot of loans out there that are not available through the high street that are only available through brokers. There are lots of institutions that only offer their products and services through brokers. And then the third thing would be, it might be over many, many years, you've accumulated lots of pensions. It's a really good idea to have somebody at least review them. Even if no work is then taken forward, it's a really good idea to make sure that what you have is fit for purpose. Bear in mind, pension legislation changed in 2015 with what was called pension freedom. So if you've got a pension that existed before 2015, it's entirely possible that it might not provide you with some of the flexibilities you might wish to use in the future. It's a really good idea to have a financial planner at least review what you've got and make sure that it's still suitable to meet your aims. Another popular area that we have conversations with clients about are inheritances. It's entirely possible that you might be the beneficiary of an inheritance and knowing exactly what you're going to do with that and not just spending it all straight away is also very important. A lot of these things can be avoided by having a conversation in the first instance. One of the checks that we will do with our clients as we're having conversations with them is to ask information about, are you likely to receive an inheritance? Of course, it's very difficult to know whether you, you actually will and often won't know until the, the very moment. But again, having thought a little bit about it beforehand, just putting some quite simple policies and procedures in place can mitigate any potential liability in the first instance. Once the money arrives, then investing it wisely as part of an overall financial plan is very important. As a final question for you, Keith, is there anything you often hear clients wishing they'd done differently or even sooner? Yes, there absolutely is. It's all about investing early. The earlier you start, the less you have to put in over the longer period of time. So almost every client I speak with, particularly where retirement planning is concerned, will say, wish I'd done this 10 years ago. Bear in mind, the earlier you start, the better. There are, of course, going to be periods in your life where putting large sums into pensions from your income, when families and things come along and got a big mortgage on your back, of course, that can put pressure on your finances. Maybe use those opportunities to adjust the amount you're putting in. But when the opportunity presents itself, invest for as long a period as you can. Start as early as you possibly can, because you will most certainly reap the rewards in the future. And I guess finally, Ellie, think about people you might know. You might have a financial advisor already. Think about other people that you might know. They might not have ever considered going to see a financial planner. They might not really know that financial planners exist. So maybe just have a conversation with them at some points and just suggest that they might consider having a conversation with someone. Hopefully you've had a good experience, but not everybody thinks to do it. So you can help your friends and relatives by saying, listen, go and see a financial advisor. That would also be a, a very nice thing to do. That's great. Thanks so much for sharing some of your guidance and knowledge. Anytime, Ellie. We hope you have learned something new today from our experts. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website www.lift-financial.com or search for Lift-Financial on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear more from the Lift Mindset.